وملائكته يصلون على النبي يا ايها الذين امنوا صلوا عليه وسلموا تسليما اللهم صل على سيدنا مولانا محمد وعلى ال سيدنا مولانا محمد واصحابه وبارك وسلم وقد قال تبارك وتعالى يا ايها الذين امنوا ادخلوا في السلم كافه ولا تتبعوا خطوات الشيطان انه لكم عدو مبين صدق الله العظيم من مسبكت الذين ان بزن الاسلام I've recited a verse when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Ya ayyuhal ladheena amunu dhkhulu fi silmi kaafah. O those who have brought iman, enter into Islam completely. Abdullah bin Salam radiyallahu ta'ala anhu, who was a Jewish rabbi, when he accepted Islam, so it was a big test for him because he had many friends from the Jewish community. So he wanted to uphold certain things of the Jewish religion whilst also being a muslim he came to nabi kareem sallallahu alaihi wasallam and he expressed his desire in front of him this was the quality that sahaba radiyallahu ta'ala anhum had that whenever they had a problem then they would come to nabi kareem sallallahu alaihi wasallam and then they will sort out their problems before falling into the problem unfortunately today we come we we do the wrong we fall into the problem and then we want to come to the ulama to take us out of the problem so when we have our worldly affairs or our dini affairs we need to come to the ulama find out whether i'm doing the right thing if everything is according to sharia or not so nabi kareem sallallahu alaihi wasallam when he came and told him this that i want to also uphold some of my jewish traditions whilst being a muslim allah subhanahu wa ta'ala revealed the verses ya ayyuhal ladina amanu dkhulu fi silmi kafa that oh those who have brought iman you need to enter into islam completely you either in or out you can't be half in and half out so unfortunately allah subhanahu wa ta'ala or fortunately allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is indicating and highlighting a very important sickness that we as muslims have today and that is the problem of submission to allah we are not prepared to submit completely to all the commandments of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala yes we will take those things that will suit us and those thing that will not suit us then we will leave it out allah speaks to the jews and allah addresses them in the quran afatu'minuna bi ba'dil kitabi wa takfuruna bi ba'd that are you taking certain part of the kitab and you are abandoning certain parts of the kitab those that suit you you will take those that don't suit you you will leave it out if that is your attitude then fama jazaa'u may yaf'alu dhalika minkum illa khizyun fil hayati dunya the end result of such an attitude is that we will disgrace you in the dunya that is as far as the world is concerned wa yawm al-qiyamah yuraduna ila ashadd al-adhab and as far as the akhirah is concerned you will have to return to even greater punishment so if this ummah wants izzat if they want honor and they want power and they want the full help of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala then we will have to submit completely to the commandments of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But unfortunately, you will find people making such statements that who are you to tell me what I must do? I don't need to know what is halal and haram. Why are you, you telling me how must I must, I'm, I must do my nikahs, how I must handle my business affairs? Who are you to tell me? I will decide on my own. 
I also need to have an opinion. We also have opinions. This person has got that opinion. This person got this opinion. And sometimes those opinions are so bizarre, they are completely against Shariat also. And then we will try to justify it also. Justify it. So we need to understand there's only two groups. Allah speaks of two groups in the Quran. Hezbollah and Hezbollah Shaitan. You're either the group of Allah or you're the group of Shaitan. Now let's analyze how both these groups, when it comes to the submission of Allah, how both these groups react. If you take the group of Shaitan, Shaitan told Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, when Allah ta'ala told him, Usjudu li adama, fasajadu illa iblis. I mean, we all know the incident. But he told Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, I also have an opinion. Why should I make sajda in front of him? And then he tried to justify what he said. He said, Khalaqtani min nari wa khalaqtahu min teen. You created me from fire and you created him from sand. So logically, I shouldn't be bowing to him. So I also got an opinion. So what was the response of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? Allah ta'ala did not even feel the need to respond to him. Allah ta'ala just said, Fakhruj minna, I think you need to get out from here. I don't need to answer you. I am Allah. When I give a command, then you must accept. It's just like a father. Now the father is telling the son that I want you to do a certain thing. And this child is asking the father, I think you, you need to explain to me why I need to do it. What do you think the father's response will be? The father's response will be simple. You must do it because I'm telling you to do it. I'm your father, I know what's good for you, so therefore do it. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala also said the same thing that I don't need to respond to you. It's my command and then therefore you have to accept the command. Even though Mufassirin mentioned that his logic was wrong also. Even Shaitan's logic was not correct also. But this is the response of a person who's not prepared to submit himself to the commands of Allah. So what happened to Shaitan? He became the rejected one right till the day of Qiyamah. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala speaks about the Jews in the time of Musa alayhi salatu wasalam. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala told the Jews that you need to make jihad and enter into Syria. Syria, the kuffar and the disbelievers have taken over. The Amaliqad is a group that have taken over Syria and you need to make jihad with Musa alayhi salatu wasalam. And you need to enter into Syria and take over. Once you enter, inshallah, once you listen and you accept what we tell you to do, the help of Allah will come. But what was the response of these people? They said, You and your Allah can carry on. We are going to sit right here. We are not going to go anywhere. So what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says? Allah says that we imprisoned them in a valley, in our prison. Our prison. That they got stuck in this one valley for 40 years. Every morning they would try to come out of this valley. But they can't come out. By the end of the day, they're walking whole day. By the end of the day, they're still in the same place. Allah says, Yatihuna fil ard. All day they're walking. So this is what happens when a person does not want to submit to the command of Allah. Allah, Allah, Allah says, I will imprison you in my prison. Your whole life will become upside down. You're thinking you're making a lot of progress, but you're not making no progress spiritually. Maybe as far as the dunya is concerned, you're making a lot of progress. But as far as your closeness to me, you are far away from me. Why? Because you're not ready to submit to me. When you're not ready to submit to me, then you don't expect me to give you everything also. So this is the response of those people who are the group of shaitan. They're not ready to submit completely. But then you get the Hezbollah. That is the group of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. What is their response? And we just need to look at the lives of Anbiya And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala speaks about Ibrahim alayhi salatu wasalam especially with regards to this quality of submission. Allah says, وَمَنْ أَحْسَنُ دِينَمْ مِمَّنْ أَسْلَمَ وَجْهَهُ لِلَّهِ وَهُوَ مُحْسِنُ That who can be a better Muslim than that person who has submitted himself completely to Allah وَهُوَ مُحْسِنُ And is also very, very sincere. 
He's not doing it for show business. He's doing it because he sincerely wants to come close to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So Allah ta'ala says, وَهُوَ مُحْسِنُهُ وَاتَّبَعَ مِلَّةَ إِبْرَاهِيمَ حَنِيفًا Mufti Shafi sahab rahimahullah under this verse in Ma'ariful Quran has mentioned there are many people who have good good intentions and they have they start a lot of organizations also but two things are needed number one your intentions must be right many people got good intentions they want to do a lot of good things but the second thing is not found and that is they have not submitted to the commands of Allah many of the laws they break even though with all the good intentions they break the laws of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala then with all the good work that you are doing if you are not doing it according to how Allah wants you to do it, then it's not accepted in the sight of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, no matter how noble your intentions may be. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says that there are two qualities. And Allah says that these two qualities, Ibrahim Hanifa, Ibrahim had it. And because of this quality that he had of submitting himself completely to Allah, Allah says, Allah made him his special friend. We all want to become the friends of Allah. But it's not just easy. We have to submit ourselves completely to Allah. And how he submitted also. Allah told him, Allah Ta'ala told him, submit. What was the response of Ibrahim? No, I think I'll think about it. I'll go home. I'll consult with my family maybe. And see whether there's some benefit for me in it or not. Did he, was that his response? His immediate response was Aslamtu li Rabbil Alameen I've submitted to the Rabb of the worlds. Now when this is the response Then you see what's the response of Allah after Now when he's in that fire And he's thrown in the fire Now Ibrahim alayhi salatu We need to understand He wasn't in a normal situation He had no one on his side Allah says Inna Ibrahim kana ummatan He was a one man person On his own His family wasn't with him No community was with him Even the government went against him Everyone was against him. So you can imagine how hard it was. And now they throw him into the fire. And you are alone. If me and you are in that situation, Allah protect us. That we ever have even the situation like that. That a person, any help he'll get, he'll try to take it. Ibn Kathir rahimallah in his Al-Bidayah wa Nihaya has mentioned that at that time, the Malaika come down and they offer the help to Ibrahim alayhi what was the response of Ibrahim alayhi salatu salam at that time? He says, did Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala send you or not? They said, no, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has not sent us. He said, if Allah hasn't sent you all, then I'm not in need of your people's help. This was the level of submission that he had to Allah. Now they go back. Now when this is the response, then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala addresses the fire directly. When he submitted himself completely to Allah, Allah gave his complete help now you become cool and this is not the only test that he had to go through he had to go to so many tests one of the biggest tests was he made a dua for his son for so many years he made dua for his son and then when he gets his son allah ta'ala says at the time when his child is in that age where you will play with the child and you get and, and the bonding between father and child takes place at that time allah ta'ala says now you need to go and leave him leave mother and child in a barren land not in a normal place one is a built up place everything is sorted out here in a place in the a place no vegetation no people no nothing logic everything seems to be going against logic but he didn't he didn't start arguing with allah subhanahu wa ta'ala how how can i keep my family here is it right to keep someone there without any food and how are they going to eat and how are they going to live you know make all those all those assumptions and all those objections he never said but immediately he went and he was told not to even talk and now when he's leaving it's natural 
That obviously the family is going to ask, I mean, what are you leaving us here? Why are you leaving us in such a place like this? But look at when the household, when the parents are pious, the husband is pious, the wife is pious, then the children also will become pious. Now look at the response of the wife now. He's leaving, he's not saying anything because he wasn't allowed to talk. As he's leaving, I know what the wife is saying. Allahu amaraka. Did Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tell you to do this? He just shook his head. And what was her response after? Idhan lam yudayyana. If, if it's Allah that told you to do it, he will never let us go to waste. This brings us to a very, very, very important point. In all our problems, what is our, po what is our point of reference? Whenever we have a problem, what is our point of reference? Husband and wife, both of them understood that our point of reference is Allah and is Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa what Allah and Rasulullah says, that's our point of reference. Whenever we have a problem, we want to know what Allah and Rasulullah says. Then you won't have a problem. Because unfortunately today, if there's a problem, then the wife got her story. Then the husband got his story. He wants everything to go his way. She wants everything to go her way. But no one is worried what Allah and Rasulullah says. So that is why you find so much of problems. Because we're not ready to submit to the commands of Allah. Likewise, if there's a business problem. One sahabi, radiallahu anhum, he and another sahabi are having an argument. One is owing another sahabi. And the voices were raised in Masjid al-Nabawi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is in his house. He opened up the curtain and Nabi sallallahu just looked at one of the sahaba who was being owed. And he just told him like this. He just made indication that dropped the debt. He just looked at Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and said, Ya Rasulam, whatever you say, I'm prepared to do. Immediately, all the conflict and everything came to an end. No problems. Why? Because the point of reference we understand is that Allah and His Rasul are going to decide all our problems. So whether it's a business problem, whether it be any other problem, our point of reference has to be shared. Likewise here too, the wife, once he said that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala told me to leave you here, finish. That was the end of the story. There's no need to discuss anything else. So this is the important lesson that we're learning. That is the lesson of submission. Give yourself completely to Allah and you will get the complete help of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. As we continue with the incident, that one of the benefits of submission to the commands of Allah is that you will be remembered forever. You will be remembered forever. Your family will remember you. The people will remember you. This was a person. I just imagine, Hajir alayhi salatu wasalam, she's there. She's running for that water from Safa to Marwa. She's, and she's running for that Zamzam. And in the end, Zamzam came up. Who was recording all that? Was there any recording crew or any media crew that was recording everything that right, that right till now we can remember exactly how she did it? Oh, no one was recording it. But Allah said, I will record it. I will record it in such a way that right till the day of Kiamat you'll be remembered. And right till the day of Kiamat people will follow you and will remember you. So when a person is ready to submit to the commands of Allah, then everyone will remember him that he's a person that has submitted to the commands of Allah and people will take benefit from you, from your teachings and everything that you did also. So likewise, if you see the continuation and there's so many other incidents when you look in Quran, we all know the famous incident that a Munafiq and a Jew, they had a dispute. So the Munafiq, he said, let's go to one of the leaders of the Munafiqin to sort out our dispute. And the Jews said, no, let's go to Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi Because he knew that Nabi Islam will always be just. Nabi Islam gave the verdict in view of the Jew. The Munafiq was not happy. The hypocrite was not happy. He said, let's go to Umar radiallahu ta'ala anhu. Thinking that Umar anhu doesn't like the Jews, maybe he will take my part. And he ended up by Umar radiallahu ta'ala anhu. And Umar radiallahu anhu, before he could make the verdict, the Jew told him, we already went to Nabi sallallahu alayhi He said, you already went to Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam? no problem. He asked the Jew, is it true? He said, yes. He asked the Munafiq, is it true? He said, yes. He said, all right. He, I'm going to the back. He goes to the back, he brings his sword and he kills that Munafiq there. He said, that person who's not ready 
and prepared to accept the verdict of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alaihi wasallam, he needs to be killed. So obviously there was a big shout that Umar Rano had killed an innocent person. Allah subhanahu wa taala came and absolved Umar radiallahu anhu. Allah taala says, "Fala wa Rabbika la yu'minun hatta yuhakimuka fi ma shadra bainhum." None of you has got true iman until he submits himself completely to the verdicts of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alaihi wasallam. So the lesson that we learned. And one of the biggest problems that we're having today is that we have not we are not prepared to submit completely to the commandments of Allah Subhanahu. Once we prepare to to submit ourselves completely to the commandments of Allah Subhanahu wa Taala, then inshallah we will find that we will get the complete help of Allah Subhanahu wa Taala. We make dua to Allah Subhanahu wa Taala. Allahumma thabbitna ala al-iman wa amitna ala al-iman wa hshurna yom al-qiyamati wa al-iman. Allah keep us steadfast upon kamil iman. Take us from this world with kamil iman. Let us wake up on a day of qiyamah with kamil iman. Wa akhirul da'wana alhamdulillahi rabbil alameen. Inshallah there will be a nikah that will take place. Nikah party is told. Please come forward. The girl didn't even perform nikah. الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفر ونؤمن به ونتوكل عليه ونعوذ بالله من شرور أنفسنا ومن سيئات أعمالنا ونعوذ بالله من شرور أنفسنا ومن سيئات أعمالنا ونعوذ بالله من شرور أنفسنا ومن سيئات أعمالنا من يهدي الله فلا مضل له ومن يضل فلا هادي له ونشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له ونشهد أن سيدنا مولانا محمد عبده ورسوله أرسله بالحق بشيرا ونذيرا بين يدي الساعة من يطع الله ورسوله فقد رشد ومن يعصيما فإنه فإنه لا يضر إلا نفسه ولا يضر الله شيئا أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن إلا وأنتم مسلمون يا أيها الناس اتقوا ربكم الذي خلقكم من نفس واحدة وخلق منها زوجها وخلق منها زوجها وبث منهما رجالا كثيرا ونساء واتقوا الله الذي تساءلون به والأرحام إن الله كان عليكم رقيبا يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله وقولوا قولا سديدا وقد قال النبي صلى الله تعالى عليه وسلم النكاح من سنتي ومن لم يعمل بسنتي فليس مني وكما قال لي الصلاة والسلام Presence of this congregation, especially Haji Aslam, Haji Ziyad, and Haji Ashraf, have given Bibi to you in nikah in lieu of a thousand rand of mahar. You accept Amina Bibi nikah. Say, I have accepted Amina Bibi in nikah. Nakahtuha wa qabiltuha. It is a barakat. Shall we have sunnahs? الحمد لله القائل يا أيها الذين أمنوا الخلوف السلمي كافة 
ولا تتبعوا خطوات الشيطان انه لكم عدو مبين ونشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له ونشهد ان سيدنا مولانا محمد عبده ورسوله الذي ارسل الى الناس كافه بشيرا ونذيرا وداعيا الى الله باذنه وسراجا منيرا صلى الله تعالى عليه وعلى اله واصحابه وبارك وسلم تسليما كثيرا كثيرا اما بعد فيا ايها الناس اوصيكم ونفسي بتقوى الله فقد فاز المتقون وقد قال تبارك وتعالى يا ايها الذين امنوا اتقوا الله وقولوا قولا سديدا وقال تبارك وتعالى يا ايها الذين امنوا اتقوا الله وذروا ما بقي من الربا ان كنتم مؤمنين وقال تبارك وتعالى يا ايها الذين امنوا اتقوا الله وابتغوا اليه الوسيله وجاهدوا في سبيله لعلكم تفلحون وقال تبارك وتعالى يا ايها الذين امنوا اتقوا الله وكونوا مع الصادقين وقال تبارك وتعالى يا ايها الذين امنوا اتقوا الله ولتنظر نفس ما قدمت لغد واتقوا الله ان الله خبير بما تعملون صدق الله العظيم بارك الله لنا ولكم في القران العظيم ونفعنا واياكم بالايات والذكر الحكيم انه تعالى جواد كريم بلكم بالرؤوف الرحيم الحمد لله القائل والسابقون الاولون من المهاجرين والانصار والذين تبعوهم باحسان رضي الله عنهم ورضوا عنه وعد لهم جنات تجري تحتها الانهار خالدين فيها ابدا ذلك الفوز العظيم ونشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له ونشهد ان سيدنا مولانا محمدا عبده ورسوله ارسله بالحق بشيرا ونذيرا بين يدي الساعه من يطع الله ورسوله فقد رشد ومن يعص ما فانه لا يضر الا نفسه ولا يضر الله شيئا اعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم محمد رسول الله والذين معه اشداء على الكفار رحماء بينهم تراهم ركعا سجدا يبتغون يبتغون فضلا من الله ورضوانا سيماهم في وجوههم من اثر السجود ذلك مثلهم في التوراه ومثلهم في الانجيل كزرع اخرج شطعه فازره فاستغرد فاستوى على سوقه يعجب الزراع ليغيظ بهم الكفار وعد الله الذين امنوا وعملوا الصالحات منهم مغفره واجرا عظيما وقد قال النبي صلى الله تعالى عليه وسلم الله الله في اصحابي لا تتخذهم غرضا من بعدي فمن احبهم فبحبي احبهم ومن ابغضهم فببغضي ابغضهم ومن اذاهم فقد اذاني ومن اذاني فقد اذى الله ومن اذى الله فيشك اي اخذه وقد قال النبي صلى الله تعالى عليه وسلم وخير امتي قرني ثم الذين يلونهم ثم الذين يلونهم اللهم انصر من نصر دين محمد صلى الله تعالى عليه وسلم واجعلنا منهم اللهم انا نسالك العفو والعافيه والمعافاه الدائمه في الدين والدنيا والاخره والفوز بالجنه والنجاه من النار عباد الله رحمكم الله ان الله يأمر بالعدل والاحسان وايتاء ذي القربى وينهى عن الفحشاء والمنكر والبغي يعيدكم لعلكم تذكرون فاذكروني اذكركم واشكروا لي ولا تكفرون بليز ستيد يور سيلفز ستاند شولد شولد بليز تشوف اور سيل فونز الله اكبر الله اكبر الله اكبر الله اكبر اشهد ان لا اله الا الله اين الله محمد رسول الله محمد الله أكبر الحمد لله رب العالمين الرحمن الرحيم مالك يوم الدين 
إياك نعبد وإياك نستعين اهدنا صراط المستقيم صراط الذين نعمت عليهم غير المغدوب عليهم ولا الضالين هل أتاك حديث الغاشية وجوه يومئذ خاشعة عاملة ناصبة تصلى نار حامية تسقى من عين آنية ليس لهم طعام إلا من ضريع لا يسمن ولا يغني من جوع وجوه يومئذ ناعمة لسعيها راضية في جنة عالية لا تسمع فيها لاغية فيها عين جارية فيها سرر مرفوعة وأكواب موضوعة ونمالق مزفوفة وزرابي مبثوثة الله سميع الله لمن حمده الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر الحمد لله رب العالمين الرحمن الرحيم مالك يوم الدين إياك نعبد وإياك نستعين اهدنا صراط المستقيم صراط الذين نعمت عليهم غير المغدوب عليهم ولا الضالين أفلا ينظرون إلى الإبل كيف خلقت وإلى السماء كيف رفعت وإلى الجبال كيف نصبت وإلى الأرض كيف سطحت فذكر إنما أنت مذكر لست عليهم بمسيطر إلا إلا من تولى وكفر فيعذبه الله العذاب الأكبر إن إلينا إيابهم ثم إن علينا حسابهم الله أكبر سمع الله لمن حمده الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر السلام عليكم ورحمة الله السلام عليكم ورحمة الله اللهم صل سيدنا مولانا محمد وعلى سبيلك وسلم يقين الصلاة والسلام على سيدنا مولانا محمد وعلى مسحب جمعين ربنا تقبل منا إنك أنت السميع العليم وتب علينا يا مولانا إنك أنت التواب الرحيم ربنا لا تزغ قلوبنا بعد هديتنا وهب لنا من دونك رحمة إنك أنت الوهاب اللهم ثبتنا على الإيمان وامتنا على الإيمان وحشنا يوم القيامة والإيمان اللهم ربنا توفنا مسلمين والحقنا بالشهداء والصالحين وغير خزايا ولا مفتونين اللهم لا تدع لنا ذنبا إلا غفرته ولا هما إلا فرجته ولا دينا إلا قضيته ولا مريضا إلا شفيته ولا حاجة من حوائج الدنيا والآخرة إلا قضيت يا رحم الراحمين اللهم إنا نسألك من خير ما سألك من نبيك محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم ونعوذ بك من شر ما استعاذك من نبيك محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم أنت المستعان وليك البلاغ ولا حول ولا قوة إلا بالليل العظيم سبحان ربك رب العزة أما يسفون وسلام للمسلين والحمد